0: Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a podcast about Fall Out Boy, where we go track by random ass track until we die. With me, until we die, is Joe. Oh, and my name hi. is Caitlin.
1: <laughs> hi, I'm Joe. That's Caitlin. Um, Hello. The, the delivery of Until We Die will always make me laugh. <laughs> it's a good way to start the program. Um, hi. <laughs> Wel- welcome to this show. This week, we have America's Sweethearts on the plate in front of us, and we are going to knife and fork cut into it. Is this metaphor anything?
0: It's, we're gonna eat it up.
1: Delicious pop punk (laughs) goodness out of the year 2008.
0: I feel like pop punk would taste gross.
1: Oh, almost definitely.
0: (laughs) It'd be like bubblegum that's like kind of greasy. Uh-huh. It'd be bad.
1: Yeah, it's like a burnt pork chop, but on the inside is bubblegum.
0: And there's like cigarette ash there, and you just don't know why. Yeah, don't
1: know why. It's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just keep staring at the fucking. I have the genius page pulled up. Please sponsor us. And I have the. It has the single art <laughs> for for America's Sweethearts, and it's so good. It is very good. It's so wholesome. Uh, America's Sweethearts is a song by Fallout Boy. It was a single, sort of. It was a single, but it was also revealed on this weird mixtape they did in two thousand eight. Yep. Called "Welcome to the New Administration," which had this weird like political theme of in a bunch of like demos and snippets of new stuff from a bunch of bands on Decadence. <laughs> and Clinton Sparks was there. Clinton <laughs> Sparks. and <laughs> it, it includes like some good Fall Out Boy songs too, because it has Alpha Dog, it has Lake Effect Kid, it had um. Some shit from I don't care and a bunch of I don't know Northern Downpour was there. Remember Panic at the Disco when they were good?
0: I still think they're good. So yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have any strong feelings about modern Panic. I like New like, Panic, but I have a but for some reason Pretty Odd is like an album that I like a lot still.
0: Oh, I actually didn't like Pretty Odd.
1: A lot of people didn't, including probably Brendon Urie. <laughs> Because fucking they kicked out half the band.
0: Yeah, I think I feel like I said this on the centuries, but I really do think that like new panic is good for me where new fallout boy is not because they're like new fallout boy is like chasing like still remaining popular and relevant and new Brendan Urie panic is just like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there are pros and cons to each of those. I don't know who the fuck Fallout Out Boy is making music for anymore, to be completely honest.
0: We already established it, Joe. It's white girls who are working out. Yeah, I
1: guess. That's probably, like, that's a pretty accurate way to do it. It's just also a very aggressive statement <laughs> that I made.
0: Oh, that's true. I am the aggressive one, so that was out uh-huh. of character.
1: Mm-hmm. That's fine. It was on the Centuries episode, so it's fine. So Anyways, throwback to that. We'll mention it forever <laughs> until we have an equally aggressive episode.
0: <laughs> it's probably coming up soon. Who knows?
1: Maybe America's Sweethearts as a song from Folly Ado, which is an interesting record. It's in the also discography.
0: the record that our art is from.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the art that birthed Bear Caitlin into the world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God bless. I wanted to look up Folly Adieu. Uh A shared psychosis is what that means.
0: God, that's such a fallout boy ass thing.
1: It is. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why I thought that I would just get the record uh, like in the first five responses because that makes sense Mm -hmm. french for a madness shared by two so it's very appropriate for the album art for the show i like the record a lot
0: (laughs) yes because this track by track fallout boy podcast is a madness shared by two Uh
1: (laughs) uh-huh um and and that theme throughout that record being a lot of patrick and pete being this weird inseparable duo lyrically and musically Weird that it was the last one before the hiatus, but I don't know. Maybe we'll unpack that when we get to Donnie with a catch. Uh, But for now, we got America's Sweethearts on the plate in front of us. Let's take a bite out and start (laughs) talking about this song, and we'll get to the video later.
0: Throw some ketchup on it and dive right in.
1: Uh Uh-huh, that's why they're all wearing red. (laughs) (laughs) You could have knocked me out with a feather. What does that mean?
0: (laughs) Uh That... their light on their feet I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's a lyric about weakness is that what the show has become we just take a line and we're like
0: what does that mean that's, yeah i feel like that's kind of always what the show was
1: uh-huh let's start with how this song let's start with how the song sounds good good okay moving yes. on
0: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yeah this song is a lot lyrically and thematically
0: well, I guess going back to the sound for just a second, it does sound different again. Like,
1: Yeah, they they, they continue to evolve through, I would say, mostly through uh, Corktree, through Folly Adieu is this sort of like more consistency of like pairing what they're doing sonically with what they're doing lyrically. And like this song being so bright and vibrant and also uh, not about ri- bright and vibrant topics. Is is like very intentional the way that they do it. A lot of on Folly Ado and a bit on Infinity on High.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like this is like what we were like when we were talking about on the Bang the Doldrums episode, where we were talking where I kept saying like I feel like Infinity on High was like the like quote unquote adult sadness record. Mm -hmm. And And I immediately said
1: Folly Ado is actually instead.
0: Yeah. Well I feel like because we were talking about that and I was talking about how like I feel like Folly Ado is the record where they were like, let's have more fun with it though. Like, Mm. and be, like, a little bit less, like,
1: just straightforward
0: sadness. Yeah, and I feel like this song really captures it. Like, even in the way it sounds, because, like, it always... And this is, like, a really, like, cliche description, but it always kind of sounds like Rotten Honey if it was music. Because it's, like, (laughs) not in a bad way, but it's, like, it has that top layer of, like, sounding kind of fun and, like, bright and vibrant. But then, like, there are, like, little tiny notes of, like... I don't want to say minor chords because I don't think that's right, but there's like something underneath it that kind of brings in that vibe and then like ties into sure. the lyrics talking about like how fucked up things kind of are. But like while you're still smiling, it reminds me a lot of like, you know, like the like Joker smile bullshit a little bit. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to into my
1: twisted mind.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Again. But you know what I mean? Like there's definitely like. Like, a, like 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 this this the the smiling drama mask and then you pull it away and it's the sad drama mask and I feel like that's this song that's, a lot. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah, totally. This song does a lot of interesting stuff with pairing dark sounds with lighter sounds, um, which is like the least music theory way to talk about it. But the
0: That's my level though, so please continue. Yeah, no, and,
1: and I and I think for the sake of, of a podcast that's accessible, it makes more sense anyway. But the 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 pairing of higher register the 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 very like I feel like sing songy is almost repetitive it's a song they're singing but like no
0: but it is like sing songy I think that's a good way of describing it of like that high pitched like low key Snow White mm. in the woods vibes
1: yeah yeah um I'll get to a specific reference in a bit but just like musically saying like the way that uh it starts with like very high notes but then like there's like the occasional chug like the chorus is like three low chugs and then like a very high note it kind of creates this weird like bounce of like and like that over and over again while he's like very eloquently just like singing a a melody over it and it it creates that like that it's not even dissonance because it's it's a pop song
0: yeah no it goes together very well but you Mm -hmm. can just like hear both at the same time and it just like creates a mood
1: Mm -hmm. and it's something that uh, I'll say that they were very good at on on infinity and high and and folly Ado
0: mm-hmm.
1: And they were, I think, they were figuring it out on court tree. I just think they were maybe better at it on the other two. It, it, this this song is is built on that. I would say like that again, not dissonance, but like that combination of the lower and the higher register creating this like mood, this feel, this big mood.
0: <laughs> One might say a tone.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the word. <laughs> that's the word that an adult would use
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like big mood big mood yeah big mood but Mm -hmm. i was we were talking before we started recording too about how i was because i kind of noticed it when i was watching the video again but like having it up on genius please sponsor us and reading through there's not a lot of words like the quantity of words in the song is actually very low like, yeah, I, I think it's like the shortest one we've like read so far, which is Probably. interesting because it conveys it conveys a lot and a little. I feel like simultaneously. Yes, yes.
1: Um, We talked about on last The Real Ones, the way that the repetition worked, but that repetition was more about like the word you and like because each line that it did that with it was like slightly different about the you in the in the sentence. Mm hmm. And whereas this one, both verses end exactly the same. Like, they're like only half of them is new, and there's a lot of chorus in this there's song. A and the,
0: ton of chorus. And,
1: and, and the bridge is just a different approach to the first line. Um, so, it's, there's, there's not a lot of words in this song. And it, it, the fact that it works as well as it does and says as much as it does with, with few words is interesting. But as I was talking about that variance of tone of like lower register and higher register, Patrick does a lot of that vocally as well with you could have knocked me out with a and then in the very highest register, feather like that. <laughs> does like yeah. it, it, it does that same thing. Mm-hmm. I uh <laughs> I I know so many people who are like, oh, he says feather there. Like they didn't know just from listening oh, to it.
0: Oh, I knew that. That one was actually one of the clearer ones, I feel like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I I did not know until reading it that the next line was uh, which the house even though it's a it's, thing. Yeah, even though it's in a lower register, but uh, just the the way it's like strung out. I don't know. Uh, it's it's weird the way that it's so good at singing and it's not always clear what he's saying.
0: Yeah, it also. The thing I guess that I struggle with about this song Is I feel like it does a good job of conveying What it wants to convey But kind of only through the chorus for me A little bit Because like Mm. the actual verses They're kind of all over the place Yeah there's like like a a couple
1: (laughs) details that like Like each detail once you know the theme It connects back to it But like the, the verse itself Doesn't deliver you a concept It's like added details That will fit into the concept once you get there
0: yeah, and I don't love it. Well, especially cuz even like cuz the first verse is the you could have knocked me out with a feather. I know you've heard this all before, but we're just hell's neighbors. Okay. Um that's the
1: opening <laughs> that, of the song. Yeah, <laughs> hell's, hell's neighbors will tie back in once you like dig into what the song's about, but
0: yeah, sta- well, <laughs> starting
1: like it's starting there is is interesting.
0: Yeah, it's just like it doesn't I feel like it doesn't the verse doesn't connect to itself cuz it's like why why won't the world revolve around me in my dreams? Uh trees grow all over the streets. But I don't know much about classic cars, but I've got a lot of friends stuck on classic Coke. Down set one hut hut hike media blitz. I'm like, yeah, it's like okay. Like
1: that's some fallout boy ass <laughs> shit though. The way this is like, here's a here's a word, spaghetti.
0: <laughs> it is, but I hate it. Like, that's always sure. the time where I'm like, Fallout boy, stop. Stop it. This is it is this isn't <laughs> working the way you think it is. Again, that's not how songs work.
1: It there there is something about like patrick's delivery that totally sells it for me is like because when you put it under that ma- uh, that uh that magnifying glass that microscope like i agree it's just a bunch of like words but like all songs are a bunch of words <laughs> uh it's just a matter of like does the delivery work does it connect because and that's very common in hip-hop where like you're like layers and layers of different metaphors and like you're talking about an entire thing through a different lens um what's my favorite i'll talk about aesop rock later today what's my one of my favorite (laughs) aesop rock lyrics um it's not even an aesop rock song hold on so aesop rock does a lot of that like what the fuck is he ever talking about because his uh approach to lyricism is so absurd and sometimes he is just saying words because they sound good but he has a verse on a song called ego death by bus driver it's a very very good song um but i often joke about how my favorite aesop rock lyric is the mario pajama bottoms clumsily repelling um because what the fuck does that mean under what? his gibbous moon hunting for <laughs> shitty food gunning too tough embedded in bad magic duck boy this shit is quacktastic dude just wanted to say quacktastic guaranteed I, but.
0: I support him in that i guess the issue for me with that is like that i think leans far enough into the absurdism that i'm like yeah, you're just like saying stuff that sounds like mm-hmm. rhythmically good together. That's fine, but yeah. this is just like I feel like it's it's just I feel like it's just Pete Wentz trying too hard to have big to ideas. That. Yeah, because it's like, well, I feel like it, it's trying to have ideas, but like there's not enough connective tissue between them for it to be anything other than like, yeah, Patrick can sing this well, but they yeah. don't even have that same like um what's the word it, it like... doesn't
1: it doesn't translate as well to the song style as well because t- and i I think well let me step back i think it does i think it is way harder to expect that from this style of of sung songs i feel like traditionally with this style of singing you don't expect the words to to take a lot of work to know what the fuck they're talking about or connect in different ways whereas like mm. that's Way more par for the course for hip hop, and I know, especially on this record, to follow you do. Pete Wentz was like looking at Lil Wayne and being like, "I want to do that. I want to do this level of of like layers." So when you get to talking about the media and you're saying "downset one hut hut hike media blitz," like, <laughs> like there's, you have to like what the fuck? But when, like,
0: like that, like I that makes sense. But
1: and Patrick delivers it in this way where it's like it doesn't even it doesn't pull me out of it the way that like uh the opposite of amnesia
0: does <laughs> you know <laughs> i guess my thing with it cuz like that asap rock Lyric, it's very clearly like trying to get into the crunchiness of like that I can't remember the literary term for it, but you know, where like the middle inside parts of words sound similar and like fit together rif- rhythmically. He, yeah.
1: Dude that, has such a fucking vocabulary.
0: Yeah. Well, like that's like clearly what that's trying to be. And it's like clearly not trying to like reach for like grand ideas of like satire and criticizing the media. It's just being like, mm-hmm. nah, like this is crunchy and sounds good together and like fits rhythmically and like gets to like a kind of internal beat where this is mm-hmm. just kind. Of, like, I feel like it's just like when it's trying to be like, Yeah, like, look at my big ideas, and it's like, But you, these are all different things that you're trying to smush together, and it just doesn't work for me. Especially because I feel that even when I sing, like, because even I think Patrick does a good job of delivering it, but Mm -hmm. like, even like, I was noticing when I was listening to it today, like, the only parts that really hit for me were like, You could have knocked me out with a feather, and then like, the classic cars, classic coke. Other than Mm -hmm. that, I'm like, I didn't even really hear the other parts because they don't fucking matter,
1: sure. I think I, I think I like it on paper way more than actually like it doesn't do as much as it could like um just to, to get ahead of the the thing where I pair songs that I didn't reveal until last episode <laughs> this the, the the reason I talked about Aesop Rock specifically even though like that probably would have been my go to anyway uh the song that I'm pairing with this one with uh, with America's Sweethearts is None Shall Pass by Aesop Rock and I'll dig into why later but like that song has like the way that those different vocal styles works is Aesop is able to fit paragraphs into his concepts. Whereas like Patrick is not, is, is doing this song in a very slow sing songy way. And like, that's vastly different. So like, they don't have, as, they don't have as much real estate, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like if you're going to try to do hip hop lyricism in this way, you have to find a way to like do more with less. And I don't think they accomplished that. yeah
1: i i think i think it it works for what it is but it's not nearly as like powerful as they probably wanted it to be and like yeah like the the verses don't say a whole lot at all you have to really read into like the details and how they connect with the chorus um and i mean it was it's a radio single
0: it sure was First,
1: first and foremost
0: Hit it peaked at number seventy eight on the Billboard Top One Hundred, according <laughs> oh. to genius.com
1: <laughs> Please sponsor us. I was just looking at that too because this was this was the second single. The first probably the was first I one was care, "I Don't Care." Right? Yep. Yeah. The
0: first one was absolutely "I Don't Care."
1: This album oozes narcissism, mm-hmm. and I kind of like. I'm kind of like I, I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I like that it's like I like Question- that this album questionable is questionable bops. Like- questionable Bobs. i like that this album is like again like just kind of leaning into their bullshit and like being like yeah we're totally. narcissistic as shit versus because i feel like the issue again with centuries and like that album is like it's narcissism but like
1: there's not a lot of nuance to it
0: it's trying to be nice about it too to some degree i don't i, I don't like think is a, centuries is no like centuries isn't but like i don't know they're trying to paint themselves as like because even the centuries video right is like painting them as the heroes in their own story versus like yeah. folly ado and this song particularly it's like no everything's fucked up but like fuck it yeah. like we're still yeah. great like fuck you
1: yeah like um verse two starts with you can bow and pretend that you don't know you're a legend yeah um, time hasn't told anyone else yet uh is very like that narcissism and like this song being sort of not directly but it basically is about that coming from like like that experience with fame yeah and the chorus let's hear it for america's sweethearts uh i must confess i'm in love with my own sins like you know what fuck it
0: (laughs) yeah please forgive me for this analogy but i feel like folly ado is seeing yourself as the joker and seeing and centuries and that whole album is seeing yourself as batman and it's like you know i prefer the joker in this scenario (laughs) because he's more honest about it
1: (laughs) that's a very interesting reading of the joker (laughs)
0: <laughs> more it's than probably, anything it's a little bit forgiving but i feel like it's just kind of him being like yeah i want to watch the b- world burn lol but i'm also better than all these other fucking idiots like so what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do bruh nothing and then it goes into <laughs> i don't care and the joker's just in that music video
1: yeah where's and- where's my uh where's my fucking batman amv to to i don't care
0: and then centuries and American Beauty, you get into there. Like, no, we're great. We're doing great. We're doing good things. Mm-hmm. We're great. Fuck you. Yeah, we're they're... great. <laughs> which is Batman.
1: God, the late two thousands were weird for a lot of things, but especially like like this record is so of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this so is a video, which we'll get to. Yeah the the connection between I don't know much about classic cars, but I have a lot of friends stuck on classic Coke, like the 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 sheer presumption that those things are connected I think pairs with the idea of like what the song is about in terms of like being in love with your own sins and just being like, yep, this is just what it's like to be up here
0: mm-hmm.
1: for, for better or for worse.
0: And to, I feel like it's kind of like poking fun at like the c- concept of like what it meant to be famous before and what it means to be famous, like at this point for because, them like, at least. Yeah. Well, cause like, I know there's like, there is a trope of like, I mean like God, it's all over. We're like, rich people own like a billion cars and like mm-hmm. that's like a, and they're like yeah we don't know jack shit about cars but like we sure are doing designer trucks.
1: yep yep i think i think their pre-hiatus fame and their post-hiatus fame are two different worlds oh definitely fucking give me a thesis about comparing this song and this video to like the video for uma thurman uh which caitlin hasn't seen but like that and that video is tongue-in-cheek but like i think comparing the <laughs> <laughs> the two but different how, levels tongue of fame. In cheek
0: because it's fucking fallout
1: <laughs> it's it's pretty tongue in cheek
0: i'll find out
1: mm-hmm. that's, i mean that's most of it i think
0: yeah i mean there's just really not there's Again, only so like, much, yeah there's only so it's much it's the shortest say. one we've done lyrically so like there's mm-hmm. just not that much there
1: yeah but like I th- yeah i think hell's neighbors ties back into like just their position of like that that fame and like the 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 contextless lyric of Media Blitz.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well and two, I I don't think that it is, but it very like there's a chance, I guess, that it could be fuck, which song is it? Where it's like the road to hell is paved with good intentions and all uh-huh. that shit. There's something about a house in that song too.
1: I think that's don't you know who I think I am?
0: I think so. Which that makes sense actually.
1: That song is is very much a similar thing of just like, yep, nope, here it all is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's the narcissism so- you ordered. And so who fucking knows, they could be connected, because apparently that's how this works. It also could be nothing. <laughs> I don't know, I'm so mad.
1: Um, I, they, I think they just write about similar topics in different ways periodically throughout decade
0: i'll never ever be able to let it go if that i'm gonna finish this lyric in a completely different song <laughs> so bizarre i'm never gonna let it go let's see i guess the only other thing that's kind of interesting before we move on is the there's the one part it right after in verse two after the you can bow and pretend part where it's just like t- um after time 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 hasn't told anyone else yet and then it's just like sorry i just let my love loose again and then it goes right back into classic cars and it's like what
1: yeah yeah i don't <laughs> know why they go back to the the cars and coke line
0: well just that just the sorry i let my love loose again that's like that's my line of the song where i'm like what does yeah. that mean
1: yeah the the sorry i just is like panned entirely left i think it's patrick um but it's like it's not par- like it's separate from patrick's singing
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i would imagine let my love loose again is more connected to the the line the other lines before it rather than sorry i just being there at all yeah Um, well
0: and i'm just like is that too because i can't tell if it's like a if it's like sorry i just did that or if it's a like let my love loose again you heathens like (laughs) let my love loose it has been trapped for so long free him free my love
1: (laughs) okay sure i don't know yeah, I, I'm just, like, trying to ima- like, you, you can bow and pretend that you don't know you're a legend. Time hasn't told anyone else yet, Let My Love Loose Again, as, like, its own 4 bar stanza. Because sor- I, I think Sorry I just it's just a fucking, yeah, let's just put a thing entirely in the left channel to fuck with people. Because, I don't know, Folly Ado that record. Yeah. But what's the, one of the songs on this record has, like, a, it ends, but then on the same track is, like, a two-minute Patrick singing an actual fucking blues song
0: oh fuck i remember that and then there's
1: there's another track where pete does spoken word yeah like slam poetry
0: it's this is a weird album
1: it is i love it i know you do Mm.
0: (laughs) 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 for the record i also it's been a long time i did love this record when i listened to it a lot Mm -hmm.
1: i have i have fond memories of it and and fond feelings of it even still now uh yeah let my love loose again that's a lyric
0: what does it mean?
1: I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I like, I'm trying to connect it with the idea of like, you, you can bow and pretend that you don't know you're a legend. Like, I don't know. Like, do you I somehow, do you somehow not love when you're humble or when you're on top? I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't. It's I like don't a, know. it's like
1: a closing thought that feels disconnected. It's like a non sequitur. Yeah. It's very And, the, and then it goes, and then it goes into the classic cars line again. But yeah, there's that. I was just, I keep looking at There's, the annotation for media blitz talks about <laughs> how it's like um, a sudden attack from the media and it follows up this football reference. So it's like, maybe he thinks of himself as the media quarterback and like, that's funny and fine on its own. But like the, the, the annotation does have this gif of Pete from the video that I just keep watching hypnotically.
0: <laughs> I mean, like I knew it was a football illusion, but oh, like totally. I thought, I thought it was just a joke, like a, like a play on, like a football blitz and then a media blitz like I didn't think it was that deep.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my conclusion was not maybe Pete thinks he's a media quarterback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the the annotation for the 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 football words is just like or the a comment on the annotation is like maybe it can be seen as just going through the motions, but I I don't think that. I think the narcissism is way more powerful than that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, I mean Football players also are like in the media a lot. Totally, so like, totally. I, that's where I I was like, I feel like it's not that deep. Like,
1: totally, yeah.
0: Football players are famous. Pete Wentz mm-hmm. is famous. That's probably yeah. <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> that's probably it.
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about this video then. Oh, very man. very very 2008 of it of its time. It it features the Fallout Boys dressed up as carnival acts basically uh riding this carousel around and the rest of the video is uh like stop motion image like it's not like cgi but it's like animated and it looks like it came out in 2008 if not earlier
0: yeah so i did okay so i was watching the video for like the 8 billionth time because i've seen it Mm -hmm. so many fucking times because it was everywhere when it first came out Um, so some interesting things, because I was watching it, and one of my notes was, is this actually Paris Hilton, or is it just a parody? And it's not Paris Hilton, so they were just parodying her. Mm -hmm. But then, the third person who shows up, because there's the blonde girl, the blonde dude, and then the girl with the brown hair. And I was watching that, and I was like, holy shit, is that Cassidy Pope? That actually is Cassidy Pope. Oh my god. (laughs) From Hey Monday. And I was like... What a weird cameo. Mm-hmm. But I guess Hey Monday was pretty big at that moment. But still I was like, what the fuck? Um, and so then from my Googling of that, because I wanted to see if it actually was Paris Hilton and if it actually was Cassidy Pope. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, each band member is apparently dressed as a character from a Folly do lyric. Huh. Yeah, so that's I a pull concept. It up. Yeah, I have it has the list. Let's see. So. Patrick Stump is Dr. Benzedrine uh, from, tola- okay. t- from $20 Nosebleed. That's a what- song. Yeah. Uh, Pete is Mr. Sandman from Head First Slide into Cooper's Town on a Bad Bet. A perfect song. Uh, Andy is uh, Donnie from Donnie What a Catch or What a Catch Donnie, whatever.
1: Interesting. How do they visualize <laughs> these characters as if the songs do that? well
0: passion. i remember seeing there's a part in the music video where it goes by um andy and it does say donnie on one of the signs oh and i do I think, remember that yeah yeah and then joe is uh the uh horseshoe crab from the shipped gold standard
1: huh okay <laughs> yeah so i love sure his there, mustache
0: yeah i'm sure there are other ways to like tell but i, I did notice the donnie sign oh wait yeah
1: hold on because there there is a moment in i'm um, i've just been watching it this whole time very quietly because like because i do remember the donnie thing and thinking like okay what's that about but that so that makes sense so now i'm just like looking because all of them have a moment like that like a like a here's the here's a moment where you're just looking at them i remember pete's very well because it's funny where he like catches his base
0: yeah he does a very pete Pete wentz ass move
1: pete's energy is so fucking interesting yeah mr sandman yeah because they're all like carnival acts in Mm -hmm. the in the video yeah i had to like skim for mr benzadrine the way the camera focus- like you see the way Pete like points at himself during the why won't the world revolve around me lyric is so funny.
0: It's very good. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's so
1: Pete Wince.
0: The other thing that I thought was super interesting, especially like once you brought up the ASAP Rock um video is mm-hmm uh apparently uh pete wentz said that the music video was inspired by uh frederico fellini as well as the film uh who framed roger rabbit which i'm like oh that checks out
1: that checks out
0: (laughs) and then when you said and then when i watched that video i was like oh that super checks out Uh
1: uh-huh
0: and i feel like it's i feel like it's less even the visual style and more just like the tone of it is very like fun and upbeat but also deeply fucking creepy yeah Um, the the
1: the green sludge in that way that
0: like the back half of roger rabbit definitely is
1: yeah the green sludge that like surrounds the carousel and like people fall into it and they come out these like media mogul uh paparazzi hound types like that totally tracks with roger rabbit um if at least visually because there is like some goop like isn't there some goop in that movie maybe i'm just thinking of christopher Lloyd melting. Anyways, that movie's weird
0: <laughs> Especially the part where Cassidy Pope Like, climbs into the TV Yeah, that's like a Roger Rabbit ass thing
1: Yeah, I think the In in the opposite of Sugar, We're Going Down, I think this video actually Does add on to what the song's about
0: Yeah, I think almost too much Like, I have it, a I, note like it,
1: it relies on it a little bit
0: Yeah, the, one of my, my main, like, big Note for this song after I did Like, my, uh, like, little research Stuff was just, like it's trying really, really hard to be like blatantly satirical about like media culture and stuff, and uh-huh. like I don't know if I like it.
1: I feel, and, and I'll I'll make this comparison when I talk more about None Shall Pass. It's just saying it. It's you're not saying anything about it. You're just pointing your finger and saying, "Hey, there it is." <laughs>
0: well and i mean like they're kind of i feel like they're trying to be like look at how ugly it is because a lot of the drawings and stuff are kind of grotesque and it does kind of rely on that like Mm -hmm. retro carnival like freak show stuff sure but like i'm like yeah but that's like ooh, what a deep cut like yeah sure especially especially, like in 2008 taking a shot at paris hilton was nothing
1: yeah uh especially like the visual of the the it's ruining the kids. Like the kids are so glued to these TVs, and yeah. it's just ooze pouring out of the TV. And then and the and there's a couple of shots where in the background you see like shit happening in the background. It's like it's all a distraction. Ah, the media. But well, it's like,
0: like like also like what an old man yelling at cloud take. Yeah,
1: it kind of <laughs> it kind of is like Thomas Edison was a witch. Shit.
0: Like well, and this is where I feel like it gets into that conversation we had had about like. Fallout Boys connection to punk and like what is or isn't punk. And like Mm -hmm. this is kind of very telling of like they're not as punk as they think they are, because that's not a that's not a hot take. Yeah. Like like like,
1: F Folly Ado is their quote unquote political album. Uh, because it came out in two thousand eight. And it like it's very surface level observations. Um which, like, I don't know, we know who they were making music for. (laughs) Like it it tracks, it's just like there there's a grandiosity of it that feels like it's it thinks it's doing more than it is
0: yeah and i just that's like a personal like tick for me where i'm like shut the fuck up like like, do some real praxis well not even that but just like under like understand what you're saying at least to a degree and like it literally just reminds me of like white dudes on twitter who are like you know, slavery was bad. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, and like like that, that's so bizarre to me. Like the fact that Fall Out Boy gets compressed in this way to that.
0: Although I feel like this is going to, all right, stay with me. I feel like I'll this try. album is, <laughs> I feel like, because this album came out in 2008, which was like the beginning of the Obama years. And I feel y- like yes. that tracks super well with like the kind of liberalism we ended up with. Where like yeah, this is one <sighs> point yeah, yeah this is one hundred percent like don't punch Nazis in restaurants mm-hmm. the 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 record like the song like <laughs> maybe not the yeah. whole record but this song and this video is one hundred percent just like if you yeah. yell at them then it will what what will be accomplished the media mm-hmm. is bad and children shouldn't watch TV all the time like
1: pff. yeah it is, it's is it's one it's <laughs> conflating a lot of unrelated things two it's doing nothing with any of them
0: yeah like honestly if this video had come out it's all set dressing
1: if this video had
0: come out now it would be so much more poignant just because of our current political moment like at that time though it was literally just like a like ooh, we're being edgy by criticizing the media and like not doing a great job Mm -hmm. of it like if this came out now like it it would be a lot more poignant with like because you could be like oh like they're talking about fake news and shit like that but like and, like, Fox and Friends, but, like, none of that is relevant for when this video came out. And it's just, like, super shallow.
1: The media probably was just as fucked up then. Especially, like, I I know that, like, uh, Obama didn't exactly get, like... Fox News hated him, too. They're all racists. But, yeah, the idea of, like, welcome to the new administration and this, like, political mixtape coming out and, and during the 2008 presidential election and etc. And all this shit being, like, it it... There's no depth to it it's weird and it's, yeah. whereas well, like it's... where did that go because they are so not political now yeah even though like they 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 pretend to be like it, it, and like i think um let's talk about just not talk about it but just refer to uh the remix album that they made called make america psycho again that came Ugh. out in, in twenty
0: fifteen. Did that happen? I miss that. That's it bad. happened.
1: They did a they did a remix album. It's just uh every it's just American Beauty, American, etc. with but every song is remixed and has rap verses on it, and it's called Make America Psycho Again. And it's bad. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's uh it's it's so much like like this, much like that, feels like it's riding the coattails of being political without doing anything or saying anything. It's just set dressing for a th- talking about fame from the perspective of a famous person <laughs> and trying to be critical about it, but also being very much in it.
0: That's not great. I mean, I can, I feel like I can probably just gather that, like, remixing uh, American Beauty and then, like, adding that fucking title with, like, rap verses is, like, probably not great.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. Some of the rap verses are, like, fine. And, like, the some of them are considerably more, like, they try and be poignant. Uh I think I think it might be the Black Thought one that just straight up says like talks about Ferguson
0: mm-hmm.
1: on Immortals of All Songs. I don't know, like it's and it's it's just if it, it, again it feels like it's on the coat without doing a thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and like I just I don't know cuz like I I feel like the media is always a questionable like tricky subject, but like back then I feel like that was like it was an entirely different way than it is now. You know what I mean of like Fox was
1: I mean I would be sur- I wouldn't be surprised if it was as bad but like 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 there's so much uh, there's a narrative of things have gotten worse which I think is facetious in it yeah. doesn't cuz things have always been bad you know
0: No I think things have always been bad and I guess it's like I don't think it's worse I just think that it's like different and more apparent that it's bad now Especially because, like, I feel like sure. Fox and Fox and all of them just they just get to be legit all the time now, as opposed to like before. It was like a larger audience of being like either being quiet about thinking that it was real or like just being like, "LOL, what?" Like, yeah, where is I do think now that's different. That's
1: definitely like we were talking about like the the era of liberalism that came in two thousand eight, and I do think the the current administration has allowed people to stop pretending a little bit about how racist they are. Whereas mm-hmm. like it's always it's always been there. It's just been. Under different levels and I think as You know a white person who was very young Then like it probably was bad I just didn't see through it you know
0: Yeah I think it was just like I think it was always bad but I think It was like I mean they have proven with Like Facebook and all that stuff that like the fake news Shit is like legitimately a newer Worse thing it's not getting better yeah like that like because of like the way that facebook was able to populate all that shit like it is legitimately something that we didn't have to deal with before but like too, like again like it's just such a like a not even a lukewarm it's just like a fucking wet blanket take to be like (laughs) media is bad for your child like watching tv all the time is bad for your kids yeah it very
1: much feels like all media is bad rather than certain media is led by the wrong people
0: yeah, which and is just like, like not enough nuance. is shallow, and it's like, no shit, my guy, like, mm-hmm. again, like, it's just like a cold, damn take to be like, yeah, celebrity culture is like, rotting people, it's like, yeah, yeah, dog, that's what, like, movies since the 1920s have been talking about that, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: come on. There's
1: uh, there's a lyric on I don't care that, uh, I always wish was deeper than it is, let me find it. Oh yeah, let the guitar scream like a fascist.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that.
1: I wish that did something, but it's just there. It's a good lyric, but you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that's. I don't know if there's much more to say on America's Sweethearts. No. It's good. It's a good song. I enjoy it.
0: it yeah. It's not my but favorite like, off this album, but like it's pretty. Oh yeah. Pretty good. It's it's
1: not it's not my favorite off the record either. And uh, yeah, I think put putting it into the, the context and under a microscope, being like. Mm, Okay. Well, it, it's like political adjacent more than anything, but I don't know. I, it's pop band. Yeah. So let's, I, I've, I've talked about it a couple of times. Uh, my song pairing of the week, uh, I gotta think of a better name for it, but it's a, a thing that I'm doing. Uh, I chose none shall pass by Aesop rock partly because the, the video similarly is, uh, all this cartoon animation moving around, but like, Ace's face is actually there, like it's doing the lyrics. Um, I think this one's aged better, even though it was just like a year apart. I just think the aesthetic of that Nunshell Pass goes for. Uh, oh, wait, was the Nunshell Pass was earlier? Nunshot Pass, the record came out in 2007.
0: Yeah, because that would be interesting if they did borrow from that.
1: I think Pete Wentz would be a le- better lyricist if we listened to Aesop Rock, so I don't think he does. <laughs> yeah, so the video for Nunshot Pass was that similar thing. Um, and Aesop Rock is very blunt about uh, what he's talking about in the in the song. We talked a bit about how the actual hip-hop lyricism and, like, vocal delivery allows you to do more and say more on top of just, like, as opposed to the similar attempts in Sweethearts. And, um, yeah, blood turns to wine when, when it leaked for police. Like, this is not a riot. It's a feast. Let's eat. is like, way more specific about, like, getting to the fucking point. It also makes more sense. It does. while well, on top of sounding good. But yeah, so there's that. Let's, let's wrap it up.
0: Let's tie a bow on it
1: and walk away.
0: <laughs> this plate has been cleaned. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think you finished that shit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, and now I feel sick.
1: <laughs> there's the metaphor. There he is. It's back.
0: I'm a better lyricist than beat One. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where are you on the internet, Caitlin?
0: I am at CGN8Rs on Twitter. Um, and from there you can find everything else I do.
1: Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O, and Big samesies for my other projects. Uh is this is this more than you bargained for yet, Kaylin? It's about what I expected. Questionable Bop? Questionable Bop. See y'all next week when we do another song <laughs> from the band yes. Fallout
0: Boy. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this show. <laughs> <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> Bye.
1: Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels. I'm Joe. On our show, we like to dive deep into the franchise's most pressing questions. Like, why is Kyrie never allowed to have any fun? How much did they have to pay to get Jesse McCartney to yell into a microphone about homework? How did Ventus get so small? Is Psyx a twink? Why are all these main characters just the same boy? What are chlorians? What did Sora's mom make for dinner? Is Tron woke? Why does darkness smell so bad? Are drive forms queer? Why doesn't Organization 13 own any pajamas? Is Aerith a cop? How many deaths is Mickey Mouse personally responsible for? Where do Baby Heartless come <laughs> from? What is Pete? Is Xena Warrior Princess a nobody? Find us on your favorite podcast app. Got, Got it. Memorized? That's the name of the show. <laughs>